Hello, everyone, and welcome to College Football Showtime. I am your host, Aaron Horton. As we talk about many things today, as today is January the 20th, 2023, and can things get any more complicated for Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines as there is more bizarre news today coming out of their program? And also, we're going to talk about the new college football playoff format. Is it the right thing to go to 12 teams now as the committee has put something together for 2024 for a new playoff format? But right now, we need to talk about this Michigan situation right now. As just a few hours ago, the school of Michigan has terminated offensive coordinator Matt Weiss, who is being investigated for allegations for computer crimes that has been brought up the past couple of hours ago. Some details have said that someone in on campus has access to the computers of a private email of the university that is illegal. But I don't know how true that is, but that's, mo- that's the allegations that is coming out from sources right now that is more than needs to be determined, more news that needs to be brought out. But they have terminated the offensive coordinator for Michigan and coach Wiss as he was the past coordinator for the past two seasons for that past couple of playoff runs. And now the, the student body in the university as the athletic director, Walt Manuel, has made out a statement as he has quoted today, after review of the university policies, the athletic department has terminated the appointment of coach and coach, co-offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach Matt Weiss has said in his post-conference today, that the school has released him from the school and his, and his tender has been terminated right now from the program. And just a few minutes ago, after this, after the firing on, on his Twitter account, Matt, we said on his Twitter account, after the firing, I am proud of the success we have achieved over the last two seasons and grateful to all of the Michigan players, coach and staff members the potential of the team 144 knows no bounds. I have nothing but respect for the University of Michigan and the people who made it such a great place. I will look forward to putting this matter behind me and returning to the game that I love. Matt Weiss quoted on January the 20th of 2023. But this this now just brings more complications to the Jim Harbaugh story right now. So when we talk about Jim Harbaugh right now, this is the second year in a row that NFL talks have been brought up with him, of him going back to the NFL, him getting coaching interviews, wondering if he was going to even be the head coach, even though it was public announced that he will return for 2023. As things are looking to be heading him in the right direction for this season. But the question is always going to be asked, is this going to be your last year? Am I going to, are you going to be here as the head coach for this team? If I was recruit, if I was a recruit that he was trying to bring into his program, because that is a legitimate question that every prospect 
and high school transfer portal needs to ask if they have an interview with him. And there's so much that that needs to be in consideration of that. When you talk about the investigation, how the NCAA handled that? How will they build off of this? How, how will this affect the program? Because this is many questions. Yes, they have had great success the past two seasons, but they had profoundly disappointing endings to it in the college football playoff where in Georgia they were just not competitive in that game. And this past year with TCU, it was just too many mistakes that they made that prevent them from winning this game. And that, that's going to be the question all, all, all season. It's going to be a very long off season for Jim Harbaugh. Where at Big Ten Media Days, they're going to be asking him questions. How are you going to, how are you going to handle this situation? Is this going to be your last year with Michigan? Are you going to continue to entertain NFL jobs like he did this offseason with Carolina, Denver, Indianapolis, all those teams that have coaching offerings right now? But with them having the loss against TCU in the Fiesta Bowl, 51-45, but that game was just filled with turnovers, mistakes, uncostly mistakes that they just couldn't overcome because DCU had an answer for everything that they did in that game. And I think Michigan was the the biggest disappointment of that playoff, in my opinion, because everybody projected that Michigan versus Georgia rematch in the championship game. That obviously didn't happen, but the result is the result. And we're going to keep asking this question about Jim Harbaugh this offseason. What can he do? To solve this situation, and I know this investigation is going to take time. We don't know what is going to come from this, but that's going to continue to be the question all, all season. And I know right now we're about to talk about moving on to the college football playoff format that needs to be talked about right now. The, the playoff committee has expanded the playoff from four teams to 12 teams. And when you look at this format, it does have – a little bit of an NFL-type feel to it, but not necessarily true. But it does bring different formats to the table where you do have questions, how is this going to work? Last month in December, when it was approved, Bill Hancock, the executive director of the college football playoff, quoted last month, we are delighted to be moving forward when the board expanded the playoff beginning in 2026 and asked the CFP management to examine the feasibility of starting the new playoff earlier. The management committee went right to work. More teams and more assets means more excitement for fans, alumni, and student athletes. Everyone realized that this change is the best for college football right now and put together to make it happen. As this format is looking for 2024, is which the first year it will start and where its first annual part will start that year for 12 teams. It will look to be taking place the week ending of Saturday of December the 21st as either the home team of the highest seed or at another site designated by the higher seed it will be placed. The number 12 team, as it is written on their website, that the 12 team will face the number five team. So let's say from this past year, from the final 
CFP rankings that you see on the on the on the poll that Georgia was one, Michigan was two, TC was three, Ohio State was four. And when you go down on the list, you have Alabama at five, Tennessee at six, seven is Clemson, Utah is eight, nine is Kansas State, ten is USC, eleven is Penn State, and twelve is Washington. So as this format is saying on their website that the twelve teams of this tournament will be the will be from this past year. Well, that will be your twelve participants in this tournament. So what is written down or what is on their website that the twelfth seed will go to the fifth seed. So let's say on this this past poll, Washington is number twelve. So they will be going to Tuscaloosa to face the Alabama Crimson Tide, and that will be a home game. And I think that's the most fantastic part about this playoff format that you do have home games now to be included in this playoff format because that brings more fans into the picture it brings these college towns it brings more revenue more people to the city more people for tourists more things to do in this in their towns just stuff to just to build this atmosphere and i think that's the biggest winner of this playoff expansion. So I can't, I really can't complain about that part of it. The next one will be, let's say the number 16 will play the number 10 team. That will be Tennessee and Penn State. And I think that would be an electric atmosphere that was done this year because you got Tennessee that was just prolific on offense with the Hooker at quarterback who should have been in the Heisman Trophy ceremony, but I'm not the voters for that. That's, that's another topic. And them going to Penn State with that huge whiteout, the fans, probably a top three atmosphere, probably number one in the country. That's just that's just something you could just sell for ESPN and all the TV production, and just you could sell that all week leading into the game. That you can bring people that don't watch college football to bring and be new fans of the product. And I just think that's just another part that makes it good. It's just, it's more examples of that. But as the as the website says, for the 2024 and 2025 season, the four quarterfinal games and two playoff semifinal games will be played in bowl games on a rotating basis. In 2024, the quarterfinal will be placed in the Fiesta Bowl, the Peach Bowl, Rose Bowl and Sugar Bowl, while the Cotton Bowl Orange Bowl will host the playoff semifinals. The 2025 quarterfinals will be placed in the Cotton Bowl, Orange Bowl, Rose Bowl, and Sugar Bowl, and etc. So, and this is a rotating matter, as it will be rotating every year from now on, as they have this format. Specific dates of all quarterfinal and semifinal games will be announced at a later time. So they will announce it probably in the next couple of months. Or maybe when they meet again in the next couple of months to talk about what will be what will be the dates for these games. The national championship games will be played on January the twentieth, so they are moving it back. And that game on January the twentieth of twenty twenty five will be played in Atlanta in the Mercedes Dome. And you got the next year on January the twenty, I'm sorry, January the nineteenth. 2026 will be played in Miami. As the director of the college football players finished quoting on his press conference that he said, on behalf of the management committee and the board of managers, this is thrilling. It's been a long process that we are pleased 
that more teams and more students will have the opportunity to compete for national championships beginning in the 2024 season. A new era of an expanded college playoff is coming. On that Friday of last month, they agreed, yay, that the playoffs should be expanded from four teams to 12 teams. So it was a, from the whole committee. The larger field will begin with the 2026 season, though the College Football Management Committee will look into possibly moving up to 12 teams for the 2024 or 2025 season. So they're still in agreement for it. They're still trying to get things settled in for that. The College Football Playoff Committee will still look to have the same methods of how they will judge who gets into the playoff and what are the criteria to get in the playoff. So you're still going to have the strength of schedule of who you played and who you scheduled in years before past and how you will determine the criteria to get into the playoff, like strength strength of record, who how's your combined teams that you played against come together, record rise. Your eye test will still be the most important factor into it because you still want to get the 12 best teams into the playoffs. As they said, with the four-team playoffs, we want to get the four best teams into the playoff. So I think that criteria will still carry over. I think there will be some new things that they will probably bring to the table, but that's for a topic of another time that they will discuss at a later time. And I think with 12 teams, they're – is some some cons to it, but there is some good th- some good things about it too. I can I guess it's just the good with the bad, and we just accept it for what it is. But it is a step forward. On an ending note, we have got news from the past day that Cormarty McLean will be flipping from Miami to Colorado to play for Deion Sanders at prime time. As prime time has pu- pulled in the past two number one corners from the past two recruiting classes and Travis Hunter, who will be pairing up with Kamari McLean in the Pac-12 with the Colorado Buffs as they will be preparing for the 2023 season. And that will be a very interesting duo as they will be looking to defend post different offenses like USC and Arizona and all those other schools that have very good passing game attacks. And I think that's just something that we really need to keep an eye on. I think Dion is really building good things there. And I think Dion is not really done in the transfer portal. We'll see how they do in spring practice. We'll see what he says, however position is going to be played out right now. But Colorado is a school to look out for, and I think that week one match, matchup is with TCU, and I think that is going to be a very good game and see how those two teams play out. Well, Everything is going to be new with those two teams. On this ending note, I'm glad for you to, to be tuning in today as this was the first edition of College Football Showtime. I'm your host, Aaron Horton. I hope for you guys to come back again and listen to the show as we talk about more college football and what it means for the sport. Thank you.